This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and this week we celebrate the cross-country teams qualifying for the NCAA championships. Plus, a look ahead to the basketball and swimming seasons, which get underway this weekend. All that and more coming up on the Bates Bobcast. The women's and men's cross-country teams both entered Saturday's New England Regional Championships ranked 24th in the nation, and they both took 6th place. High enough to be selected for this Saturday's NCAA Championships taking place in Wisconsin. It's the second time in the last three years the women's team has qualified for NCAAs, and it marks the first time since 2012 both teams have qualified in the same year. At New England's, junior James Jones finished second out of 416 runners overall. But our male Bobcat of the Week is first-year Bart Rust, who after struggling at the NASCAR Championships, broke through to finish 27th in New England, earning all region honors. I basically saw it as last race of the season, so um, might as well go in, leave everything out there, and it just kind of clicked yesterday. Just wouldn't let go, you know. Couldn't, couldn't let that front pack get too far ahead, so it was just hanging on and dragged me to a good time and a good place. Flat course like that, does that serve you better, you think? Or? I usually like the hillier courses more, but, I mean, flat course definitely makes it a little faster, so, <laughs> you know, can't complain about a good time, but the, uh, the position was definitely nice as well. It was, uh, flat courses get a little muddier, too, so when it's been raining, it, it was a, it was a, bit, of a bit of a mess, but that's, you know, that's what cross-country is. Sunday you found out, of course, the team got an at-large bid to NCAAs. How did you find out? What was your reaction? Um, so I had just gone to the library, and I was sitting with a, a couple of people on the team, and we were doing the thing where we click refresh on the page where it should be about 15 times. And then uh, that it popped up, and we were at the we were at the top of the at-large list. So we uh, took a took a quick little moment to celebrate not not too loudly of course because it's a library but uh you know we were a little bit of a congratulations and running around a little bit so you're a first year here at Bates what attracted you to come here for school um mainly I mean obviously I'm here for academics Bates is pretty pretty decent academically so you know that that's definitely a huge draw um I remember visiting a lot when I was a like when I was a recruit for the team too so just spending a lot of time with the team and all people on campus and just got a really great vibe from everyone so and that was probably the biggest part aside aside from academically obviously as a student athlete you're here to you know learn and run for sure well speaking of that what are you looking to study here um so i haven't decided that yet i'm kind of uh, still trying to figure that one out sure. um we'll we'll get there eventually i hope james jones your teammate a junior um i mean he got second in new england what was it like watching him run um so i didn't see a whole lot of him in the race <laughs> i saw him for about five seconds uh, at, the, at the start at before the start. he was out in the front of the pack and i was i was a little bit further back so that was all i saw of him but you know i didn't see him coming back through the field so i knew he must have been doing okay still so and when I got to the finish, the first thing someone told me was James came in second. And I was like, well, that sounds about right. James is a, kind of an animal. He's, <laughs> when, he, when he wants to do it, he can do it. So, you know, it's just great race for the team, too. And so I think um, having, having, that, having James out there kind of, even though we couldn't see him, I think that, that 
rising to the moment kind of got to all of us and uh, worked worked well. You know, just whole yeah. team just kind of clicked. You know, I know there's that pack mentality for yeah. running, but James is he off yeah. by himself a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's 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 kind of on that level, but I mean, we're all trying to work to get to him, and yeah. during workouts and stuff, he's definitely he, it's definitely nice to have a whole group to kind of push and try to catch someone and have a member of the team who's up there. So yeah. yeah. Who were you running with? Um, so for the first ha- for the first mile or two, I um, I was running with a couple different people. I was with Nico for Nico Johnson for a little bit, and Henry Colt. And then I uh, by about the third mile, I'd worked my way up to Justin Levine, and the two of us worked worked together until about the last six hundred meters or so, when it kind of that pack mentality kind of has to break, and you gotta right. you know you gotta go and do your own thing. So. Excellent. And then, um, when did you start running? How did you end up cross country? Um, so I started running in fifth grade because my dad thought I was a little quick and signed me up for like a local track club. And I, I liked it more than I liked other things, and you know, kind of. So it just got more and more into that. And now, you know, I kind of can't imagine not doing it every day. Like just getting out and running. It's got a, you know, weird, weird sense of peace when you're out there. You, you definitely feel it, but the same time there's nothing like i'd rather be doing so it's, it's definitely definitely something we continue doing and being good at it helps too so you know right right oh uh, and so you obviously ran in high school and everything yeah. uh, when did you start thinking i could do this in college um so i knew i could do it at, i i figured i could do it at some level um mm-hmm. in college kind of from when i first started like if i really wanted to i could run for um maybe not the best school in the country, but I could definitely run for some school no matter how good I got or where I ended up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got lucky enough to, you know, be able to make a team like Bates, and it's it's worked out for me. What does it mean to you to be the only first year, I think, going to Nationals, right, with the team? Like, you're the only first year in the Nationals group, right? Uh, yeah, for, for Bates. I mean, there will be, there'll be, yeah, 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 there'll be, yeah. There'll be other freshmen right, right. there, of course, <laughs> who I'll, you know, try to yeah. stack up to. But, I mean, this year we've had a really good, I think, all of us came in, and I think it's been it's been a very competitive group. I know there were um, myself, Henry Raff, um, Nick Stathos, and Jackson Donahue were all um, in consideration for the mm. regional team. So I, I'm lucky Coach gave me the opportunity um, to do it. So, but I mean, we've been grinding together as a group. So I mean, I think it's only going to get better. You know, yeah. we're all. Hopefully there will be more of the class of 22 up there next next year. So, good starting point though, you know. For sure. What what's Coach Fresh like? How has he helped you? Um. So he he knows what he's doing. He's been doing this for a while. So he he's he's good at just kind of like you know what you have to do. You know what's expected of you going into each, each race and having that sense of like, okay, this is this is my plan. This is what I need to do. Is certainly relaxing and like. It's nice to have something to fall back on when, like, you're you're freaking out right on the line. You're like, okay, I know I, coach knows what I can do. I know what I can do. Yeah. So let me just stick with what he's been he's been giving me. So, do you guys anything about NCAA's and what the experience is like? Um, so we haven't had our well, yeah, obviously before the race, yeah. he, he was, but that was more to like get us excited and yeah. like really have us leave it all on the line for regionals. Um, but we we get the we get the cool uh, alternate uniforms, the all black, which will be very very nice looking when we get there. But um, aside from that, I mean, we've got our team meeting and stuff, and I'm sure we'll talk okay. about it a lot more then. But it's he's 
I mean, he's obviously excited anytime one of his teams can make it or any one of his runners makes it. So um, it's just, I mean, I think we're all just really excited to get there and experience it for ourselves. How cool is it that the women's team also made it? I mean, this is the first time since 2012 both teams have made yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of wild because going into, going into regionals, we were both ranked 24th. Yeah. We both finished 6th, and they... And then the committee decided to take both of us, which is which is awesome. So it's going to be, it'll be, it'll be great because instead of just like one team there or a couple people, like there's going to be a there's going to be a lot of us supporting each other and really getting us excited and ready for the ready for the race on Saturday. Bart Rust, Mail Bobcat of the Week. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Senior Katie Barker paced the women's team once again with a ninth place finish. Senior Captain Aiden Eikhoff continued her strong finish through the season by taking 18th her second All-New England performance in the last two years. And Aiden Eikhoff is our female Bobcat of the Week. So kind of from the start, we knew that we really, really wanted to get out because just the size of the field. There was over, I think, 300 athletes at that start, just a massive start. And so um, all of us were actually in box one so we could see the whole field and got out quick and just were able to kind of be up in that top 100, top 50 group, which is exactly where we wanted to be. Um, the course was flat, flatter than probably any cross-country course, and we sort of knew that the first mile especially was going to be pretty quick or quicker than we had seen. So we kind of went in prepared with the speed and also just trying to get out. And because the course was kind of narrow, don't get cut off, don't get caught behind large groups of people. So it it turned out well in the end, and I think we just really had to have that strategy going into it. Great. And then what was your reaction on Sunday when you found out you made NCAAs? It was really, really, really exciting and amazing, especially because many people in this group know exactly how we felt last year, the same day. And I think that we had kind of taken a different strategy, where last year we were all kind of together and we found out definitely expecting a different outcome and this year we we all kind of scattered across campus and I remember um, Jay texted Sarah and I and we were both in the library and just looked across the computers at each other and we just were like is this real is this happening and then eventually we found other members of the women's cross-country team and the men's cross-country team who were just very, very excited to be having this trip together to Wisconsin. I was going to say, this is only the second time ever where both teams have made it the same year. So mm -hmm. how cool is that for everyone to be going? Just amazing. Um, I knew that Katie and James were going to have a trip out there with the coaches. And I know they're both really excited to have the whole group go as well. So unfortunately, we're not traveling together because flights didn't quite work out that way. But um, we'll still be there at the banquet running that day and even just having more faces in the crowd that we know because it is Wisconsin not a lot of families are going to travel or maybe are from there so just having some people on the course really looking out for you and cheering you on is going to be really special. Terrific and then um, you and Katie both kind of have similar backgrounds that you weren't really cross-country runners coming into Bates and so mm -hmm. what has that growth been like for you and her maybe through these four years? Yeah and I was actually thinking about that on Saturday especially with the realization that that might have been my last cross-country race and I had a very weird feeling of I was excited that it went well over my college career because I didn't come in expecting to run cross country at all. But then I was also just sort of sad that we weren't going to have another chance to race. And then all of a sudden on Sunday, that really turned around. So this weekend, it's going to be 
bittersweet, but I'm really looking forward to it. After the race ended, how confident was the team as you were driving back to uh, Lewiston that you were, you were going to get that large selection? Or did last year kind of sour you on that? Yeah, no, it definitely did impact our thinking. I think we were fifth last year, yeah. and we didn't make it, and that was a big... Other teams in the NESCAC reached out to us and said that they were sorry we didn't get picked, and we really should have gone, I think, last year. Um, I know that the scoring situations are odd, and I don't quite understand them, but um, people felt like we should have gone. So this year, when we play sixth, I mean, I, I wasn't really necessarily skeptical, but I was just not going to think about it at all until I knew on Sunday, because I just didn't even know how to feel about it at all. So Sunday was a really, really good outcome, and text my parents right away, and everyone's excited. Yeah, your parents going to be able to make the trip out? They won't, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> my dad tried to watch the uh, regionals race oh. and said the camera work was kind of spotty, but maybe for nationals it'll be better. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, what's it like being the captain this year? Yeah, no, I have been blessed with a fantastic group of girls who have just, from the very start, we've had a lot of young energy on the team, 10, 11 first years joining us this year, and also just the returners are so solid. And we've we've lost a couple people, um, seniors and juniors, who started out on the team, but I feel like this group has stuck together for at least four years for some of us, um, and I have just loved every single day with this group. Terrific. Aiden Eikhoff, Female Bobcat of the Week. Thanks so much. Thank you. The football team fell to Hamilton 38-13 to wrap up its season on Saturday. Senior Kevin Claflin earned his first career start at quarterback and threw two touchdown passes in the loss. At halftime, the Bates Department of Athletics honored Bates' 22 All-Americans from last year, including Male Athlete of the Year Teddy Pender, the most decorated men's swimmer in school history, and Female Athlete of the Year Catherine Cook, who earned All-America honors in cross-country in the fall, indoor track in the winter, and outdoor track in the spring. We'll have a full recap of the football season with head coach Malik Hall next week. It's time to preview the basketball and swimming seasons. The women's basketball team tips off the winter sports schedule when the Bobcats take on Johnson and Wales at 7.30 p.m. this Friday at Thomas College. Head coach Allison Montgomery tells us about her young team. Well, Coach, first of all, it's your fourth year in the program now, right? So everyone who's on the team has been with you the whole time. So what's that dynamic like to have, you know, Erica as a senior and then also a really young team that you and, and, and your assistants have recruited? Yes, yeah, super, super exciting. Um, I think it's been, you know, the, the path thus far just in terms of building, um, both in terms of um, some chemistry things um, and just kind of commitment to our program as well as um, recruiting more players to our program. I think, um, yeah, it's been a journey, and I think we're really excited, um, not only for this upcoming season, but just sort of the next the next wave, the next, you know, the future of our program. So it's an exciting time. And then, obviously, this team being so young, there's one senior, there's um, one junior who's healthy, and so with all these uh, first years and sophomores, what's, what's that dynamic like in practice? We are super excited by our energy, I think. It's also exciting to have just a young group who has a vision for our future and sort of isn't um, sort of stuck too much in our past, if that makes sense, just really kind of looking forward and, and came here to, um, to sort of make a mark on this program. So there's a ton of energy, I think, um, as well as just kind of commitment to what it takes to, to compete. Um, uh, yeah, but I think there's also just going to be, yeah, some interesting, you know, some things are going to need to emerge in terms of leadership, 
Um, we're going to need um, some young players w- who haven't had a lot of game experience like to really step up and, and uh, perform in, in some moments. So, um, you know, I feel really confident that that is going to come together. But I think, you know, um, youth can, yeah, can kind of come with some surprises. So we'll see. A couple of the sophomores that stood out, I think, last year towards the end of the season, Taylor McVeigh really emerged uh, in the low block. And then also Julia Middlebrook uh, returns as one of the point guards. So tell us about them and their development. Yeah, they are um, going to be really key to our success this year. Both of those kids are just um, have not only developed as players um, in the off season, but are really um, leading us in terms of just commitment, um, both on and off the court. Um, you know, have gotten stronger, have gotten fitter, and and have just really worked, and I think are are leading us already. So, um, yeah, they you know coming off a of freshman year where they both. Um, had playing roles and, and contributed in that way. I think we're really going to need to rely on that um, moving forward, even though they'll just be sophomores. I think they're going to need to wear that, that veteran hat, um, yeah, for, for most of the season. So. And then um, Mel Bancourt's a junior. What's yeah. her next step in her, her development kind of? Because she's been playing a lot, you know, ever since she got healthier first year than all of last season. Yeah, exactly. She's going to be another key, I think, you know, um, I mean, like like anyone or, or like how a coach would approach any season, like, you know, staying healthy is really important. Um, but this, is, I think, is an exciting year for Mel because we're really hoping this can be um, a year where she's had now a good stretch of being healthy under her belt. You know, her freshman year, she just um, kind of came back at the end of the season. And so she's been a lot through a lot with some injuries. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, she's also had um, – She's the only other kid on our team who's had, besides those sophomores you've mentioned, who really have had a lot of game experience. So, um, yeah, we're excited for her, and she's playing well, and, um, yeah, we'll be we'll be another one of our veterans. All right, so give us some details about this first-year class, because it's a big one. There's seven. Yes, <laughs> seven freshmen, um, and we, yeah, like, we're really excited about them. Um, feel like they are have a great vision for our program they're committed um and we feel like you know just thus far in practice we're obviously just getting started so it's early but they're all really um bringing bringing some nice stuff kind of both both you know on and off the court so we're excited we think that they're all going to be big contributors for us and one of them's a mainer right megan graff from south yeah, portland yeah megan is from south portland um she's you know for me it's kind of exciting you already mentioned sort of like you know, this process of being here, this is my fourth year. And um, it's kind of cool to now be coaching these kids who I've been working to recruit for quite a few years. Like Megan um, was a kid that I started recruiting pretty soon after I got this job. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, and, and it's super important to me being a Mainer, um, being uh, someone who stayed in Maine to play and to play in this league. Like I'm really committed to wanting to get – um, some good main players to come to Bates, and so um, so excited to have her, and and she's been doing great. So, yeah, excited to have the main the main presence for sure. Now, during your coaching career before Bates, um, obviously with Bates, this is have you ever had a team this young? No, <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely not. Um, but I have had some experience um, when I was at Navy. We coached a championship team actually that had no seniors on it, zero seniors. So I think, you know, some of those same themes that we might be paying attention to and working on this year will, will be similar. Um, you know, so maybe the dynamic is a little bit different from, for us in that, you know, um, we have very few upperclassmen and so many freshmen. Um, but, you know, have never quite, I, I don't think, 
yeah, it's not a super common dynamic, right. I think, on a team. So, yeah. You have a senior captain in Erica Lemire, yes. and she's uh, battled through some injuries in her career. Yes. And uh, there's there's value in sticking with it, isn't there? Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. So she is just a fantastic leader. Um, she's been a great leader for our women. I really credit her with um, where we've been able to get to with our just chemistry piece, our camaraderie piece. She's such an inclusive leader um, and has, you know, I think certainly shares in my vision for our program. So we are going to rely really heavily on her to kind of be our glue um, and keep us together. Like you mentioned, yeah, she, um, her sophomore year had an ACL tear last year, just sort of was battling back from that and having had another injury at the end of the season. So, um, has definitely, you know, overcome a lot of adversity in that way. But, you know, her and I have shared a lot of cool moments just in terms of going into this fourth year. Her and I are the only, the only remaining, yeah. the, the last men standing, um, <laughs> from the moment I got to this program. And so, um, you know, while she is a lone senior um, and a lone captain, um, we I've just kind of talked to her a lot about, like, I hope her and I can really have that camaraderie this year and, and um, really have an opportunity to, um, yeah, just kind of reap some benefits from some things we've really been working towards um, the last three years, so. So obviously with such a different dynamic this year, you can't really compare it to last season at all. No. But if there's anything you're looking really for the team to work on to improve from last year, what would that be, you know, to get back to that NESCAC tournament? I think just, you know, wanting to feel like we're capable of competing in every game that we're in. I mean, it's no secret, um, just the sort of the level of competition in our conference, right? Um, so I think um, our strengths are going to be, um, you know, similar to last year. We don't have a super big team. Um, we have a pretty athletic team a pretty mobile team even those those kids who will be playing in the post for us so we really want to run in transition push in transition we got to be able to put put up some more points this year um so that'll be a big focus for us and i think just yeah really focusing on being able to compete compete to win in every game all right alison montgomery thanks so much thanks aaron the men's basketball team hosts brandeis this saturday at 3 p.m these bobcats boast a lot of players who have played a lot of minutes in their careers Head coach John Furbush is excited about their potential. Well, coach, first of all, I mean, this team returns, you know, the top eight scores from a year ago, a lot of experience. Um, what are your initial impressions, I guess, in the couple of weeks you've had to work with these guys? You saying that is uh, is interesting. I didn't think of it that way, but the, the fact that we return our top eight scores and we add some, some size and uh, depth at each position with our freshmen that came in, uh, I'm really pleased with what I've seen so far. And no man am I complacent, but I think that, what we've done the first six days of practice, uh, we're a lot further along than we were this time last year. So uh, I feel optimistic that this can be a good season for us. The two guys who averaged double figures last year, Jeff Spellman, Tom Coyne, what are you looking for from them to take the next step in their development? Well, both of them have, have taken on a, a more of a leadership role. Um, I know sometimes it's hard when you're a talented sophomore to sort of be the guy that gets everyone to play at a certain level. But uh, I think that they've identified that they need to be those guys this year as juniors, and it's a lot more comfortable when you're a quote-unquote upperclassman to, to be that leader. So um, they're still leading by example with their play, but I think they've they've also um, upped their game in terms of their ability to, to use their voices as a way of leadership too. So um, it, it's it's been a really good preseason just in terms of that, combined with the four seniors who – uh, have done an incredible job getting us to play at a high level every possession of practice these, these first six days. Well, one of those four seniors is Nick Lynch. We've seen take leaps and bounds, right? He was he, he played some as a first year, got hurt as a sophomore, really had a breakout season last year, right? Yeah, he's playing great. Uh, I think 
the Nick Lynch we have right now is the Nick Lynch that we had pre-injury freshman year. He's he's a lot bouncier. Um, he's in great physical condition. I think this is the best shape that he's been in since he's been here. He's put a lot of work and time into his game, and it's, and it's starting to show. Um, and as, as a team that doesn't have a ton of centers, he does not get much time off in practice. So he's he's been constantly getting up and down. And he's kind of stepped out of his shell and using his voice too. I think he's been, done a good job leading by example and also as, as a vocal leader as well. One guy who we talked about a little bit last year, Brandon Galloway, he also had battled some injuries throughout his career, got a chance to play, had to play center sometimes even though he's not that tall. Where do you see his role this year though? Well, he's so happy that we brought in some freshman <laughs> yeah. size, so he gets bumped down to his more natural yeah. position. So, he, I mean, he'll be a four and a, even a three at times for mm-hmm. us, and, and I think that, that for him is really exciting. Uh, but he's 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 leading um, the core every day in practice. I think he's he's our most vocal leader on and off the court, uh, whether he's in the in the rep or he's, he's watching the side. Um, you know, he's, he's a kid that has a, a great defensive mind. I think he'll be one of our players that will try to – put on the uh, the best uh, our opponent's best player he's he's kind of an eraser in that regard and so he's going to take on a, a different type of role we'll not have to guard the 610 post player this year but more somewhere on the perimeter terrific uh how about your first year class what do they bring to the table well we have four first years i think all of them uh you know they're six four plus so we got some good length uh within their position um the two guys that will just by sheer height will step on the floor sooner are, are kenny aruajoy and Andrew Snoddy uh, at 6'8 and 6'7. And uh, they've brought to the table uh, a really high basketball IQ. You know, as, as coaches, we, we when we're evaluating kids, they have to have an X amount of DNA, and I think they display that they're athletic. Um, they can make plays, but their sponges in terms of the things that we're putting in place, um, our offense is complicated, and they have picked it up in six days and feel really comfortable. So I anticipate they're going to, uh, make an impact in a pretty big way this season. And then the other two guys, Joe and Cole, uh, they can shoot the ball. And and at the college level, if you have a weapon, we want to use it. So those guys have done a good job in the early uh, few days. Among the returnees, any under-the-radar guys who maybe haven't had maybe a lot of minutes so far or um, maybe haven't had the production they'd like, do you think possibly could be breakout players this year? <sighs> That's a great question, Aaron. Um <laughs> I've had individual meetings the last two days with everybody uh, just to give them some feedback on what we've seen the first six days of practice. And, I mean, there's a major logjam after the eight that you mentioned that returned from last year. It's a lot of guys that can do a lot of different things. So um, I'd have to name probably the remainder of my roster to (laughs) to say that. But it's And that's probably one of the best problems I have as a coach is depth and, and trying to you know, as a staff, we get together and say, how do we not play this guy? And it's like, well, because the guys ahead of him are better. Um, so I think if you ask me this question in two weeks from now, I'll have a much better yeah. answer with the game under our belt. But I think that, um, man, these guys are going to make me make some tough decisions uh, in terms of our rotation this, this year. Last couple of years, four and six in NESCAC play, you know, came very close to the tournament last year. What's going to be the key, you think, to take the next step to get back into that NESCAC tournament? Well, you know, as as good as I think we we bring back eight returners and uh, and brought in some good freshmen, I don't think any NESCAC team got worse. And so I think uh, you know you look at the the dynamics of the of the um, NESCAC season last year. There's a five way tie for first. Right. And there's a one team in six, and then a three way tie for seventh. And by unfortunate tiebreaker, we were out. Um, and so for us, I mean, our our goal since we've started practice is like just get a 25th game, get in the top eight of the league. And I think the Colby men's soccer team just showed everybody, right. you get in as number eight, you can win the whole thing. And, and uh, 
not that I want to promote their program by any means, <laughs> but you know, I think it just shows you how yeah. competitive it is. Uh, but I think specifically what we got to do is we we've changed our defense up a little bit. We put such an emphasis on offense last year. We we completely uh, changed what we've done since since the Twins left. So last year. I don't know that we've really figured our offense out until January, and by then it's it's a little too late. Whereas, like where we are right now today, I think is further than we were at the end of the season last year. So I think offensively, there's just more familiarity what we're trying to do. I think the guys know where their shots are going to come from, so we're working on getting reps in those shots. And then I think defensively, um, because it's going to be new and different, there's an excitement around it, uh, and because there's more of an emphasis on that side of the ball, these guys. Uh, I anticipate those two things alone will help us win a few more NESCAT games. All right, John Furbush, thanks so much. Thanks, Aaron. The swimming and diving teams are coming off a season that saw the women finish 12th in the nation and the men finish 14th. The Bobcats travel to Wesleyan this Saturday for a meet with the Cardinals and Trinity. Associate head coach Vanessa Williamson, Captain Catherine Mullen, and Captain Rory Collins preview the season. Vanessa, we'll start with you. I mean, look at the team this season. What are you most excited about? What are you most looking forward to this upcoming year? Obviously, with the first meet just uh, you know a matter of days away there at Wesleyan. Yeah, I think every year we look forward to seeing how our seniors step up. And um, it's a new squad because we have a really young, big team. So we're looking forward to seeing what the freshmen can do as well. Um, and then with our meet being a little more than a week away, like you said, it's you know, who's ready to race and who's prepared themselves for those races. Roy, you know, for you personally, as, as one of the senior captains on this team, what, are, what do you view your role kind of with this? It is such a big squad, right? There's so many teammates to uh, lead, basically. Right, yeah. So I've, uh, I've never been on a team this big before, so it's going to be a, definitely a new challenge for me. But um, I, I love the fact that it is a big team, and I think my role is to just lead by example and, um, you know, do everything right in practice, make sure everyone is um, also doing everything right and just kind of be somebody that does the right things and is easy to follow and, you know, make things easier. I believe Alex is your fellow captain, right, for the men's team, Alex Bedard. What's that dynamic like? Obviously, he's had a lot of success here so far also. Yeah, no, it's been great. Alex uh, is my roommate. He's been my roommate for the last two years, so we have, well, you know, he's, I'd say he's probably my best friend here at the school. So it's been really easy um, trying to, you know, so far in the early goings here, leading the team with them. Great. And then, Catherine, what's it been the experience like so far for you as being one of the captains? I think it's been really fun. There's a lot of energy with the first years coming and then with the returners as well. So it's been really fun to see how the team blends and how it's changed. But I think we're still really um, committed to having a lot of success and really excited to see what the team can do all together because it really is a team sport at the end of the day. And swimming, just from my outside observation, takes a lot of dedication, uh, a lot of early morning practices. Um, what are you told some of maybe some of the first years about what it takes to succeed here at Bates? Yeah, swimming is a really tough sport, and we're at obviously a really great college where a lot of is expected of us. So I think it's just making sure that you're kind of coming every day and ready to be here for you know the two hours or the hour and a half in the morning and being all in and just being good every day. You don't have to be great every day, but making sure you're giving 100% effort is really important. And I think that's something that the whole senior class has learned through our years here and we've learned from the years before us. So I think just remembering that every time we walk through the doors of Tarbell. Great, and then Vanessa, did the coaching staff set any goals for the teams or anything like that? Oh yeah, we definitely have goals. Um, some that we keep to ourselves <laughs> and, and some that we, we definitely share, but it's mostly a, a senior-led team, and you know our first practice 
as as a group with a women's only and men's only we went over goals um, and it came all from them so it's it's their goals that what they want to accomplish but yeah the coaching staff always has goals that we want to achieve too what's maybe ones you want to share with us a highlight to look forward to this year uh, we always want to see our seniors end off their collegiate career swimming their best so we couldn't ask for anything better if they're enjoying the sport and and you know being a leader on the team as well as doing thesis and hunting for jobs and and still loving swimming and and want to be a leader on this team is is something we really cherish speaking of that you know both of you being seniors Roy in terms of you know balancing that academic aspect and and the swimming aspect how have you done that over your four years here swimming is always people have said that it's like a disciplined sport and it's definitely true um all the time that you spend in the pool you really have to manage your time also in the classroom and and know what's important and I think that as a D3 swimmer and as a student athlete, it's really important to be able to have that time to balance both swimming and school. So definitely here, um, people are very focused on also swimming, but also in the classroom, people are very intense, and it's a good thing, though. So you're a freestyle swimmer, right? Yes. When did you start swimming? Tell us a little bit about your background and when you decided you wanted to come to Bates to study and to swim. I started swimming when I was six years old um, over the summer on a team that I actually just coached two summers ago which is kind of cool. It comes full circle. But yeah, I was always swimming throughout my life. I got to high school and I decided to just focus on high school swimming. And then, you know, a lot of people do club, but I, I, I also played soccer and I played tennis in high school. Um, but looking in at colleges, I knew that I wanted to swim. I'd say swimming was probably the sport that I was best at. Um, and I had a brother and a sister who went to NESCAC schools. They both went to Hamilton and I really wanted to go to a NESCAC school. And when I had the, my meeting with coach, he really he, he kind of sold me on the school. His just enthusiasm about Bates and, and coming to this program really I mean, it was something I want to be a part of. Great. And then, Catherine, same question for you, kind of your background swimming when you decided you wanted to come to Bates. Yeah, so I, like Roy, started swimming when I was six. I started on a summer club team, and it was super fun just going in the summers. And then as I got older, I committed myself to club swimming and decided that swimming was kind of something I was really passionate about and really loved to do. So all throughout high school, I really kind of had a breakthrough with swimming. I realized, you know, this is something I'm kind of good at and I really enjoy. So I had a really positive high school team experience. Um, my high school team was a really close group of girls, and I knew that I kind of wanted that feeling when I came to college. So I looked at a bunch of different colleges, but leaving Bates after my meeting with Coach Casares, it was clear that Bates is a community where I would really thrive in the classroom and in the pool as well. Um, there's such a big commitment to the team and being kind of working all together towards a big goal. And it doesn't matter if you're the best person on the team or that 24th person at NESCAC, you make an impact. And that really sold me. And Bates is kind of the easy decision for me. And I'm have never regretted my decision. Yeah, what's it like swimming at those NESCAC championships? Because I know it can be, that's pretty intense, right? It's a long meet. Yeah, it's it's three days and yeah. it's really, it is a really long meet, but it's just like the most special time of the season. A lot of times they say that's when the team feels closest. And last year when we were finished at the NESCACs, I I could have told you I'd probably went on to keep something for months and months afterward. The team feeling was so special, and there was a moment with all of the women's team members together before we departed the meet, and it was just so special, and I really realized how lucky I was to be on that team and how special of an environment this is. I'm definitely not one of the best swimmers on the team, but I felt that I was just as important as everyone else, and I think that's something really special about Bates swimming. Well, was it say that you've been named one of the captains, and that's pretty cool too, right? Yeah, I was, I was really excited when I heard that 
that um, my teammates felt that I was a leader and I'm really excited to lead along with Madeline and Lucy as well as our other um, seniors on the team and I think it's really great and we're really committed to having a fun season all together. Terrific. Uh, tell us the difference, you know, freestyle, butterfly, those are two pretty different events, right? How do you practice how do you break down that practice time kind of yeah so um butterfly is definitely more difficult for free than freestyle and i'm definitely one who likes something freestyle more than butterfly but i think i kind of try to manage it and we have a really great coaching staff so sometimes i'm told oh this is a butterfly set and i kind of just put my goggles on and go um, but i think we really practice great here and we kind of do a variety of different things so yeah that's kind of how I tackle it great Vanessa from a coaching perspective when you have all these swimmers how do you kind of look at who's going to be swimming what events how do you kind of break that down and how do you you know decide what each one's you know best at kind of yeah so I mean we recruit our athletes and we kind of know what events they swim and their times but things change you know we they swim all strokes and practices so we see things and sometimes we get them up on the blocks at the end of a practice and say, let's do 100 for time. And, and then we can kind of gauge, you know, where they're at or maybe they're excelling in a different stroke than they thought they would be. Um, so we kind of just observe during practices and then make some calls based on that. Terrific. Uh, Rory, obviously, last year for the men's team, one of the best years ever. A lot of guys, though, did graduate, right? You know, Jonathan Depew, Teddy Pender, uh, so on and so forth. But you have some good returnees as well. Who are you excited to see from a teammate perspective swim this year? Yeah, it's definitely a tough class to lose. It's a lot of points to make up, but we have a huge freshman class that have really been impressing me early on. Um, I think Kyle Kranz is somebody who so far um, has been really impressing me. Um, I think he's, he's coming in, like, the best shape of his life. I trained for a triathlon over the summer with his family. Um, a lot of the freshmen, I think Andrew Hall is looking really good. Of course, Alex Bedard, kind of the mainstays of the team, yeah. really. Terrific. And then, Catherine, one of your fellow captains, I know Lucy, she does like the open water swims and stuff like that. Um, have you ever tried anything like that? Yeah, so um, Lucy does crazy open water swims, and I really inspired to have that level of dedication to put my head down and swim for that long. Um, so this summer, I actually was here with Rory, and a couple times we went to Taylor Pond here um, in Maine, and we swam a couple times, and it was fun. I mean, for 30, 40 minutes, and that was kind of my limit. But it's really cool to see Lucy's really committed to open water swimming and some of the fun races that she's done. I mean, she's had a lot of success, and that's really inspiring to see. And she's obviously one of the, you know, the key teammates this year, obviously, because the women's team lost some key seniors also. Yeah, so we lost Hope Logan and Logan McGill, and they were really key point scorers, as well as really good leaders for the team, and they were really good friends of mine. So it's definitely tough not having them here, but I think the women's team is really ready to make a big impact at NESCAC. So we have a lot of great first-years and sophomores who have really stepped up and are ready to go. Great. And then, Vanessa, just last question for you. You know, you know, being the associate head coach here, how do you work with Peter to help coach them? What are some of your main focuses uh, during practices and so on and so forth? Peter and I kind of divide the team up into an endurance group and a strength group. So Peter takes all of the endurance athletes, and I take all of the strength sprinters. Um, so he's kind of put it in my hands, and I have a group of athletes that I work with all season long. Um, and occasionally the team will get together, such as today, they're going to do a practice all together and, you know, we'll, we'll come up with some sets and talk about it and we'll come up with a game plan for Saturday morning practices. Um, but just a lot of communication and, and we work really well together, so that really helps. Great. Any other thoughts on the season from both of you What you wanted to share? Just really excited. Yeah, I'm super excited. Go Bobcats. It's always a great day for bait swim and diving, so going to be a good season. Great. Vanessa, Catherine, Rory, thanks so much.
The squash teams travel to Dickinson and Franklin and Marshall this weekend to open the season. We will have an interview with head coach Pat Kosker next week, recapping how the first few matches of the year went for the Bobcats. Plus, we'll recap the cross-country team's trip to Wisconsin for NCAAs and how the basketball teams fared in their first few non-conference games. All that and more next time on the Bates Bobcast. Bates. Bates.